0: They will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. I wonder how those words spoken by Jesus, how they feel to you? How do they land with you this evening? Do they sound a bit too good to be true? How really believable. They're just, it's too good. Maybe it feels far too removed from your own experience of life. Uh, We gather this evening because we've had that experience of the the death of a loved one, because we know in our own lives there has been pain and crying and mourning and tears. Or perhaps they are words for you this evening that have been, or maybe are beginning to feel like they might be a handle of hope to hold on to. Well, my prayer is that for, for all of us, those words we've just heard read from, Uh, Revelation 21 might be that handle of hope to hold tightly onto and those words from Psalm 121 well they might be something that that point you towards the the help that can be yours now that comes through Jesus Christ. I just want to take a few moments uh, this evening to offer some reflections uh, to you this evening but I I recognize you might be this evening in a place where uh, you're trying to listen and take in what's being said but it's it doesn't really land. And maybe it's a step too far for you uh, for what you're going through at the moment. And if that's the case, then take this time to, to quietly in your heart, to, to cry out to God, to, to lay bare your heart before him. And we look over those readings again and what's the word, what's the phrase that jumps out to you? And whether you're able to hold on to what I say uh, this evening or not, know that even for you, there is hope for the future. There is help for the now. Because in Revelation 21, that second reading that Janet just read for us tells us that there is hope for the future. One of the reasons I personally treasure what the Bible has to say is because how real about life as we experience it, it is. The reality of having and being at a service of remembering tells us but the life in the here and now, amongst the many things we want to say are good, the things we want to celebrate, the things we want to give thanks for, are the times when there are tears, when there's crying, when there's mourning, when there's death. And perhaps you're here this evening and it feels like those times far outweigh those times of celebration and good at the moment. Maybe it's all you're able to feel. Well, let Revelation 21, those, those words tell you that there is hope, that our experience of life as it is now doesn't have to be the end of the story. Just imagine there's a sign hanging over those words in your service sheet that says, the best is yet to come. Those verses speak of a time of a future re-creation, a new heaven, a new earth. It talks about there being no sea. That doesn't mean there's no seaside, there's no beach holidays or anything like that. It means there's nothing uh, of what the sea can so often stand for. Chaos, fear, danger. What do we find instead? Instead, we, we find a celebration. A celebration that's pictured using the language of a marriage. A celebration of the relationship between God and his people. It's a celebration of a relationship that has been fully restored. A relationship that's to be enjoyed for all eternity. The kind of relationship the Bible says that every single person, all of us here this evening, were made for. And yet, despite each of us being made for that relationship, without Jesus, naturally that relationship is is damaged. It's broken. Because we've tried to live in God's world without him, ignoring him and his ways. We've we've lived according to the motto of my life, my rules. The wonderful good news at the heart of the Christian faith is that God has not given up on any of us. He stepped into the world and into history as Jesus Christ. Jesus came and experienced life as you and I experience it. He knows its celebrations. He knows its sorrows. And then he died a death. But no ordinary death, a death on the cross. A death that we should rightfully have. But he stands in our place. And then was raised to life again. Jesus is the one who can defeat death. Death couldn't hold on to Jesus. And in doing so, he has opened the way back to life with God. A life that can begin in the here and now. Just notice how Jesus in Revelation 21 says, I am making. He's doing it at the moment. I am making everything new. It's a work in progress. And it goes person by person by person. Hope for the future is on offer to anyone who will come to Jesus. To those who are thirsty, it says. Those who know that death it doesn't sit right with us. It's not what we were made for. And when we long for death to be no more, when we're willing to come to Jesus, knowing he's defeated death, he's opened the way back to life. Life in relationship with God. A life that extends even beyond death. There's hope for the future. Well, what's that future feel like? What does it look like? Just hold on to that incredible image. Of God wiping away every tear. Hope for the future is there'll no longer be any need for tears. There's hope for the future. can I say this evening, there is hope for the now. That picture of God wiping away every tear, it speaks of our tears no longer being needed, but it also is an acknowledgement of everything in our lives that caused us to weep. In Psalm 121, we we heard of the Lord watching over life. It says, the Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. The Lord God knows the realities of each one of our lives. And for those who belong to him, those who belong to Jesus, they're able to join the, the writer of this psalm and say, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The one who helps us in the now is the one who watches over our steps so that we do not slip. The Lord who is our help is is the one who is awake when we are asleep. The one who never slumbers, never sleeps. He's the one who never grows tired of us and never grows tired from us. He's the Lord God. He doesn't just watch at a distance. He's the Lord God who guards and protects day and night. It's not a promise of being protected from the sufferings of life and from the reality of death and grief and mourning and of tears. But it's a promise of being protected through those things. See, for the one who belongs to Jesus, the greatest harm, death itself becomes a doorway. A doorway into God's presence. Death is no longer a full stop, but a comma. Grief lowers our gaze. It brings our eyes low low down. This evening, let your eyes be lifted up so that your hearts might be lifted up. Because in Jesus Christ, there's hope for the future. There's help for the now.